Coming up on this episode of the podcast, we're going to have an open discussion about the NBA. And of course, we're going to break down the AFC and NFC conference games. Were the New Orleans Saints robbed of their opportunity to go to the Super Bowl? When I saw that replay this morning, man, I wanted to throw up. Only because the average NFL official gets paid about $173,000 a year. There's at least seven officials on that field. They're supposed to be the best of the best. And I know people say, don't put it in the ref's hands. They had a chance to win the game before block. Forget all that. That doesn't matter if it was the first quarter or if it was the fourth quarter of a game that's going to decide people's legacies, their careers, their bonuses. Um, So much came into play. And they did what it took to end that game. Because if they get their first down or they call the penalty, they, they run out the clock. And you've got a Tom Brady versus Drew Brees Super Bowl, which would be ridiculous. And they were robbed. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the New Channel Sports Podcast. It has been a minute, but we are back. The usual suspects are here with me. I am your humble host, Oenyi. What is the dealio, Chris? How are you doing, my, my, my brother? You almost said my sister, bro. No, I, was, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. What's good, Houston? And sitting all the way across from me, the man we all love to hate, big time trade. What's going down, bro? Not much, man. I'm doing good. Glad to be back with my s- brothers. And, uh, <laughs> No, excited, man. Yeah, y'all, y'all got to excuse me, man. You know, I'm just a little bit tired, man. I, you know how it is. We all work and stuff. So, yeah. it's all you good. know, I was going to call you my sister, bro. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Yeah. But before you even go, man, we got to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation and Laker Nation, man. We we reeling right now. Reeling right now. <laughs> but uh, to my both teams. Both, both teams. Everybody's, everybody's hurt right now, but it's all good. Cowboys had a successful run. No, nah, right? it wasn't successful. It was successful. It was not successful. <laughs> we are not. We are not the Houston Texans. Oh, <laughs> we don't believe in moral victories, oh. sir. Oh, well, let me put it this way: the Cowboys made it a lot further than I thought they would. They, they put it that way. <laughs> How much time you got tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, man. Let's let, let, let's dive into. Um, these conference games that just happened, I guess we'll we'll talk about the one that's on my mind right now. The Saints and the Rams in the Superdome. Saints fall in overtime. Man, both conference games went to overtime. First time ever Yeah, that's happened in the NFL. But this year, overtime games, remember the first six or seven weeks, there was at least one overtime game? Every week. Every week. So, the Saints had it. There was a no call at the end of the game, a so-called pass interference. Um, but you got to keep your hat, hat off to the Rams, though. They they stayed in there. They were down two scores. They found a way to get back into the game. They had a lot of gutsy calls, that yeah. fake punt. So you got to give it to them as well. But at the end of the day, I do think that the referees cost the Saints that game. That's that's just how I feel. I mean, if I was a – if that happened to the Texans, sir, Boy, 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 boy. You'll be hearing bleep after bleep after bleep right now on this podcast. 
this is my take on the whole thing. And I didn't get a chance to see it because I was hosting um, a really big tournament for the Texas Amateur Athletic Federation. Like a dinner party or something. No, no. (laughs) You said hosting. What? Well, yeah. So we had a, we had a a huge flag football tournament here this weekend. And so I didn't get a chance to watch most of it, but I heard about it because someone had a TV out there. And when I, I didn't even watch it yesterday because I would have been mad. I would have been really, really mad. Not just because I like Drew Brees, but when I saw that replay this morning, man, I wanted to throw up. Only because the average NFL official gets paid about $173,000 a year. There's at least seven officials on that field. They're supposed to be the best of the best. And I know people say don't put it in the refs' hands. They had a chance to win the game before. Blah, forget all that. That doesn't matter if it was the first quarter or if it was the fourth quarter of a game that's going to decide people's legacies, their careers, their bonuses. Um, so much came into play, and they did what it took to end that game. Because if they get their first down or they call that penalty, they they run out the clock, and you've got a Tom Brady versus Drew Brees Super Bowl, which would be ridiculous. And they were robbed. There's no there's no if ands or buts about it. There's nothing you could say. You could have called you, even if you didn't want to call pi. You just you could have called targeting, and that would have been it. But you can't swallow your whistle, and you got to be a man. A foul is a foul. Period. It was a penalty, man. That and that that disturbed me. I I agree with you from the standpoint of when I saw the play. If you go back and look at the referee, if you look at that referee's face, he's like, I'm not gonna give the Saints a Super Bowl on a on a call like that. That's what it looked like to me. That that's BS. That's fine, but for me personally, when I was watching it, that what's his name, Roby, that guy's one of the worst cornerbacks I've ever seen in my life. He had about three or four opportunities to make a play in that game. That was a horrible pass. I mean, it was pass interference. I'm like, we're not, nobody here is arguing that it was pass interference. Mm-hmm. But the pass itself was horrible. If he was a decent cornerback, if he turns around, that's a pick six, mm-hmm. no doubt. We're not arguing that, right? So for me on the play, when I was watching it. Do I feel the Saints were robbed? No, I really don't. I feel like they robbed themselves. They should have. They should have won were, the game earlier. But you can't. Bro. You can't say they that. They should have won the game earlier. No, 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 no. Okay, look, look, look. okay. But let's go back. This, to this is why it's different, though. Like he said, if that pass interference call is called, that game is over. They take a couple of knees, the and that's it. Over. It's over. I, it's I, different. I know he said first quarter, uh, fourth quarter. Doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter, but. That's why it hurt. If if it happened in the first quarter, then yeah, right. They have a chance to bounce back. You know, bad calls are made. Yeah. But when you make a bad call in that situation, that late in the game, you that is a definition of you caused this. You have caused this team not to go through. I just I can't. But this is my thing. For them to say they got robbed. So remember, they kicked the field goal. They been the Saints. Okay. Rams still have to tie the game up. Okay. And then the who who won the coin toss? The Saints won the coin toss. Right, but 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 you're but you're putting all that other. No, you're right. You're right. right. The, the first point of breakdown was there was a that would be like James Harden in Game Seven in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors going getting creamed and Draymond Green, Green blatantly fouling him and the refs not calling it game over. Warriors win. Houston would be in it. If that was a youth event or if that was an amateur sporting event, there would have been a riot. If that was the Texas Youth Football Championship, those parents, the coaches, everybody would have been on that ref's ass. And I agree with you. But I so, agree but, with so you. what I'm saying is that you didn't have to be a sports fan. You didn't have to know the rules. You'd be like, damn, you yeah. can do that? He and, even said when he heard the fans, he was like, oh, man. <laughs> and well, it's because, a, because the fans went crazy. Because yeah, it was a blatant. You know what makes it so much different? It's because there is unanimous. 
<laughs> like normally, just like is, was it a catch? Yeah, was it not a catch? But let was me it passing interference? It's unanimous. Everybody sees that. But it let was me tell you something about the Saints, though. And this is going back with history. I'm saying if there's ever an organization or team that deserves a plate like that to happen to them, it's the Saints. Because of Bodygate, because of Bodygate, <laughs> and because what they did to the Vikings when they went to the Super Bowl the first time, what they did to the Vikings in that game, getting away with person. Did you see the little reel, the clips that Fox ran? Uh, I know you, Trey, you say didn't watch the game, but Fox ran a little clip of how the Saints beat up the Vikings. Minnesota, yeah. Every single play on that clip was a pass, was some type of foul, some type of infraction. I'm just saying, hey, man, it's poetic justice. I look, bro, hey. bro, the referees are paid to make calls, point blank and simple. I am trying to think of it in terms of if that were the Texans, like I said right now, I would be irate. That is our opportunity to go to the Super Bowl, and you just – like Trey said, you are messing with people's legacies, their paychecks. I'll be, I'll, I'll be irate. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know I think, the Rams won. Bro, I still think the, the Rams won't get blown out, in my opinion. I, think the, I hope I they get the break. I don't think they're going to. I think the oh, paychecks are going to demolish them. Okay. Well, I know we're not going fully deep in there, but when you particularly watch that game, the Saints got out to the early lead, right? There was no doubt in anybody's mind the Rams are going to come back. And Dominican Sue dominated that game. Him and Aaron Donald dominated that game. So to say they're going to get blown out, I know we're not going to talk about that a little later, yeah, but that's, later, later. that's crazy. Just, but as far as the Saints are concerned, I can't say they got robbed because they scored points. Well, less than a minute left on the Rams got the ball back, or barely over a minute and some change. But you, that you, doesn't t- matter. It doesn't. That is because the game I, I, is okay, over. But listen, though, but listen, though. If that were Tom Brady, they get the ball in overtime, we don't have this conversation because he's going to lead his team okay, to, so, to score. Okay, so do you want – I want well, – because I believe in the first point of breakdown. It doesn't matter what it what happened for what caused everything else doesn't matter. Yeah. What was the first point of breakdown? If even if you look at that play yeah. in overtime, yeah. that ball was not tipped. He hit Drew Brees. That ball was not tipped. Oh, Michael okay, Thomas but, got creamed. Oh, but no, they but we both okay, we watched them. I'm just nobody you, ever when the pass is wobbling like that, the, I've never seen but, pass in the So the call. reason instant replay needs to be instituted in those situations because that ball was not that's tipped. That's garbage. So, I would no, hate to see that there. But but why? That's not legal. But and, it's not legal. And, but you bring up a good point. People are saying, should there be review off of these type of plays? And that scares me. That scares me. As a Texas there fan, should, it's going to burn us. No, but I know it will there should. I don't think there should be. The Particularly with a PI. That's it, man. With a PI, you want them to review it and revert, reverse something to a it, PI? It's something like that? That's crazy. No, that's, they should be able crazy. to review it. They should be able okay, to review it. Okay, but that. What, happens, what happens when um, it's a deep pass down the field and both guys are fighting for it? You know, they're both hand fighting. No PI is called. They review it and say, you know, mm, when I look at the replay. No, no, I'm saying when they were, if, I'm talking about a situation where it's close. Right. And it goes to review and they turn what right. is a non-penalty on the field with a referee seeing them hand fighting down the field. So you know when you get that really good I get you. slow down replay, right. you see, oh, he really and did grab doing it. I don't want that. So this is my this so one of first of all, I think that they're talking about they're already talking about there's gonna be rule changes. Like so for the commissioner, uh, yeah. the for the officiating commissioner to call Sean Payton while he's in the locker room to apologize, that like you just said, this was the this isn't you don't find anybody who says, No, nah, you shouldn't call that. I have not heard that one I have not heard one announcer, one podcast, anybody say, nah, that wasn't everybody. Nobody, no, nobody's gonna say so that. My, so my thing is this: If they're both, if it's pass interference on both teams, where they were both jostling with each other, yeah. throw the flag and say, "Okay." So then, because otherwise, they're both going to continue to do it. Yeah. As a fan, I, I just think there's too many people emotionally attached to it. Their sponsorship, like I said, those guys' legacy, those career. This makes sense for people. But where the people going to sign there next year? Go someplace else. Hell, Sean Payton might you not know, even but, be back there next year. Who, Allegedly, if you, you know listen whose to legacy people, this helps the most? Drew Brees, because if you watch that game, Drew Brees was not great 
at all. The pass before um, the big play down the field, you were watching it. So oh, right. Let me finish my point. The big play down the field to Ted Ginn, that should have been a pick. Nobody's arguing that. Saints fans know that should that right there should have ended the game. That should have been a pick. Drew Brees was less than good. And I remember someone in this podcast saying Drew Brees is better than Peyton so Manning. Th- th- this, no, let me, th- let me th- make this my point. Hey, to. sir, let me make my point. Drew Brees is better than Peyton Manning. This brother lost a home game, okay? I guess the team that you're saying is going to get it blown out in the Super Bowl. Drew Brees was less than good yesterday. And that's what people – He was lucky. good enough to win the he, game. He is lucky that that play bailed him out because any other average – Cornerback picks it and takes it to the house. He's, and that's end of story. He did enough to win. He got his team in position to win that football and game. He did. And if the referees does does what you were taught in you if that happened in middle school football, that referee would have got beat up going to the parking lot in Texas. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That just doesn't make any sense to me. These are like, facts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's not funny, but these are facts. Like yeah. if that happened in a Texas high school football game, that ref better find somewhere else to live. Because that is just it's so blatant to me that there was pass interference. Like everything else you're saying about Drew Brees, it kind of even doesn't matter to me. You see how we're talking. But about that, that's my point, it, though. We're, we're that's why. The that's Saints why he doesn't know that. We're not even right. talking about the yeah. same. We're not even talking about the game. Really, we're talking about that call. That call, if it happened in the first quarter, I know you say it doesn't right. matter, but it does matter. It to does me. matter. You're if right. it happened in the first, second, or third quarter, or even early in the fourth quarter, it really doesn't matter. But after that play, and after it was so blatant, he passed interference because he knew he was beat. So he just went in and hit well, him. He and he thought did. he was beat. If well, he turned around, he had that pick six. He wasn't in a position to turn around and do that. He wasn't so, in a position. So he did what every like, – I, I right. think Ryan Clark said it earlier today. He did what every DB – you give up a penalty before you give up a touchdown. Yeah. Do not give up a touchdown. If yeah. you give up a touchdown, you're down by 10 with a minute and 45 seconds of the game is over with. So he did what every other kid is taught. Right. Hold him, grab Do not give me for a touchdown. And when he did it, you could see his – you saw his emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he was – he knew he was guilty. Yeah. And then he saw it. He was like, what? Like no flag. Well, like, it's really the crowd that made that's, him feel guilty. Yeah, but he, they, but that that's how blatant that was. Oh, and the crowd's always going crazy. I, I'm just saying, let that happen to D Hop next year. Let that happen to him next year, and you have a fit. Bro, 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 this is the thing with the Texans. We haven't been to that point, so I can't. But even it ask. Matter, what if it was a, what right. if it was a game to decide the division or home field advantage? What if it was? And, and the reason what I'm talking about, it didn't matter what quarter was in. I'm talking about for the officials. So yeah. if the, if that call okay, was missed I, I, yeah. in the first quarter, it doesn't matter to me. It's a mm. penalty, man. Like you, because that's a difference between seven points and or, or three points this, in, this, a, in this, the first quarter. I have an issue. I agree with you that it was, it was a missed call. But do I think that it should go to a review? That's where I'm getting it. So then what do you I, we do? We can't review everything, bro. Okay, okay. Like, so what what you do is you make sure the rest make the, the damn right call. Yeah. But, hey, look, but me personally, when, it's I, too when I saw him not throw you. the flag, I know he was thinking, I'm not letting this team go to the Super Bowl. That's what, that's You should not And be, I was cool with Then that. he should get fired. If I you, was cool with the, that. He should get fired. If that's what his mentality was, and, and every single ref who said, that's not my call, that's BS. Those guys should not be able to ref in an NFL game if you feel that you you can waste people's time. Think about the fans. Think about the. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about everybody else, man. That's not. That's not fair to those guys. Those guys play 17 weeks to I, get I, to that I, point, I, I get and that. you blew it because you don't want to. Oh, that's too easy. That's not the way to I earn mean, it. I mean, when, when you really watch the play, like obviously, it's passing, no, I'm not. I'm not defending the play. It's passing interference. I'm just trying to give the referee what maybe did he see? Okay, was the ball all that catchable? Maybe not. It doesn't matter. I, I would say, if anything, it was definitely some type of targeting. That 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 last hit was something. Pick either. <laughs> pick either. It was but bad. But for seven, six of the officials to be in one, and the other officials to come out and say, that's not my call. So that means that you saw it. You knew it was pass interference. You're yeah. wearing stripes, but that's not your call. But you should be fired, too. Or you should not be allowed to ref okay, those, so those if, types if, of games. If you're a Saints fan waking up um, this morning, how do you feel? Terrible. I feel great. I'm sorry, Rams fan. Rams fan. I said Saints. Uh, <laughs> you look at me like I lost my mind. Yeah, well, bro. Rams fan. Saints fan. Whoever's listening to this podcast right now, there's Saints fan probably just stopped the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
And they're like, I hate Chris. What does Chris have yeah. against the Saints? But um, yeah, if you're the Rams, you are feeling wonderful. You are going to Super Bowl. You have the youngest coach in the league right now. You have a young quarterback going yeah. to Super Bowl. I mean, they'll, they'll talk about this for a long time. They will talk about that. This will be. This will be uh, Tuck Rule. This will be. The catch. The catch. This will be a tuck rule. Yeah, right. And I didn't realize how many professionals still thought that Des Bryant's catch was a catch until today. Because they were talking about the most controversial Everybody knows calls. That's a catch. Yeah, everyone's talking about the most controversial no calls or bad calls in that. Yeah. And 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 I I posted something about it on Facebook today. I thought they were terrible in the Chiefs and Patriots game too. Each of them got screwed. No, no. You know, the playoffs in general. It was terrible. They're officiating, but like what Chris is saying, they have kind of had a mentality of let the guys play. Yeah. So in in that aspect, and it's been going on throughout the whole playoffs. In that aspect, I can kind of see. I'm not really that surprised they let that that play go in that moment. And what That's happened? Bad man. But I know, I know, I know. But I've been seeing it throughout the whole entire playoffs. So the the phantom roughing the pass against Tom Brady, and I love Tom Brady. That was terrible. We'll, we'll get to the Patriots in a second. Like I'm just talking about the officiating. I'm just talking about officiating. I'm talking about officiating when it comes to the Patriots. It's ridiculous. I don't know what's but going the on. Pick, when it comes. The pick play for a touchdown. Oh, well, not a, that should have been a touchdown. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That's that did that make. Uh, st- are we still talking about Saints? Okay. Right? No, no, he's, no, he's, I'm he's talking about the Chiefs play where they yeah, had but, their. T- I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was terrible. That was the definition of a pick. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, and, but if the refs are right there, like yeah. to me, I mean, as a player, and it didn't even take in those situations. If it's one of those where, okay, let me slow it down. Let's look at nine different angles, like the Edelman play. Yeah. When, um, like, let's look at those different pl- to see what happened. That no, no, no. Neither one of these examples was that. This was anybody Blake. who watched football. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. just there's no way that's well, not I a. I think this is what the NFL wants. I really do. I hope not. I think they they are looking at it more as um almost kind of like WWE. They're looking at it for the entertainment value. Someone yeah. mentioned that today on my Facebook and, page. And that's what they're doing. Because the, the rips were just letting them play throughout the whole playoffs. And this, yeah. they love this. We're talking about it, right? Yeah. Even though the officiating was bad, they're still talking about it. And to Chris's point, look, it happens. It happens a lot in professional sports. It happens in basketball, MLB, NHL. There's bad calls. The Saints did get the ball. After everything is said, they did get the ball in overtime, and they had opportunity to win the game. You have Drew Brees, and that's that's my point. I understand because, that. Think about this. Remember the the Golden State versus the Rockets game where Kevin Durant was flagrantly out of bounds. Like that, that cannot be missed. I think if the Rockets lost that game, they may have had to replay it. That's how flagrant that was. But James Harden came through in the clutch. Drew Brees had his opportunity, and he threw a pick. But that that, just, that doesn't matter. That's to fine. Me. No, you're, I'm, I'm saying that's fine. Matter. Let's but let's take that in and of itself. He's in overtime mm-hmm. at home as a number one seed. Right. You get the ball in overtime and you throw a pick. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Arguably, a pass interference because the ball wasn't t- the ball wasn't tipped. But no, you okay? Let's be honest. But, but see, but no referee is going to call that when the ball that is, wobbly. That is baloney, nah, bro. So nah, so no, so bro. so the thing you miss me with that. No. So what happens is so what happens in referee in one one, you throw the flag, and if you if the ball was deemed to be tipped because that is reviewable, then you would uh, nah, you would overturn the call. That's nonsense. No, it's not. I'm that's sorry, just bro. when refs swallow the whistle. I, I can't, I can't that is the that biggest cop out. That's the biggest cop out in sports when referees swallow the whistles. The players don't deserve it. The fans don't deserve it. The coaches don't. There's GMs. There's there's Everybody who's there's a lot of people they affect by you say I'm not gonna call that that's baloney. We, if it's a penalty, it's a foul. Call it. I don't matter if it's three seconds into the game or three seconds left in the game. That's what you get paid to there, do. There's do one. It. There's one thing about this Rams game that will never be talked about. This guy hit a 57 yard game. I'm pretty goal. sure it was 77. He could <laughs> hit that thing from. It seemed like he could have hit it for 100 yards and it was going straight in. That guy is a weapon. 
I know he hit the 48 yarders to take them to overtime like it was a 25 yarder, and he hit a 57 yarder like it was nothing. Nobody would talk about that, but that was incredible. It was incredible to watch. Saints fans hate it, but as a neutral fan watching, a non hater, I was like, whoa, that's impressive. <laughs> if you're new to this podcast, no, Chris is not a, a Saints hater, okay? This is, we had a debate about Drew Brees a while back about whether or not he was a top five quarterback, and Payne Manning came up, and, and I, Chris was waiting. Since that day, he was oh, yeah. waiting for a moment. To I mean, make. It's, it's obvious now. I mean, it's, uh, it's not obvious, but whatever. Uh, man. It's obvious. Whatever, now. man. It's Tom Brady's in the league of his own. Yeah. And then you have the other quarterbacks, yeah. pretty much. So, speaking of Tom Brady, the Patriots went to Arrowhead. They beat the Chiefs. That's another game there. I thought the Chiefs should have won that game, honestly. Um, they don't talk about the offsides where four was offsides and there was a pick that would have ended the game. Yeah. That's that's another one that I if I was a Chiefs fan I would be like oh my goodness and I could see Clowney doing something like the that. offsides <laughs> yeah, he, he was clearly he was clearly no no he was so so but so that's what that's what that's what baffles me but if you're that far offsides <laughs> like what in your mind is thinking I'm just gonna stay here like I, I don't understand it's so, always teammates so there's two t- there's two things that could happen in that situation someone on the sideline I can't remember if he was on the Texan sideline or his sideline could have called timeout and had him back up but they didn't want to do that yeah. but in that situation. Does him being on the opposite side of the play, just you know, half a yard offside, does that that's really what, make a difference? That's what I was but, but, say. But what I like that the ref did, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's a penalty. So if he doesn't call that penalty, oh, but that was obvious though. That's his. That, I mean, that was that, was that more obvious in the past interference? No, <laughs> it was it not. Was, it was, okay, not. Okay, I'll no, say this. Not. Okay, may, maybe not. No, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. But this is my point. When they showed the replay of the blue line, yeah. and you see his whole hand <laughs> over the blue line, well, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the officiating. I'm not talking about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you know, that is the same. And thing. to be honest like with you, be honest with you, because of the Saints call, it, that didn't happen, right? So whatever controversy I think is different. No, but this is my point. I though. think I think it's I different think because D4, it's not- D Ford is lucky that happened because we would be calling his name. We would have started right, off with D Ford. Nobody true. even really well, that's true. thinks, yeah, that thinks about it. He he screwed the Chiefs. Right. Let's just say call it by just lining up offside. Offside. Yeah. He had nothing to do with that play. Just line up on the right side of the of the play and you win the game. Mm-hmm. Had that game turned out any different, I think it would have been the lowest rated Super Bowl in history. I don't think that many people would have watched it. I don't think there's an, I don't I don't think people want to tune in to see CJ Anderson rush against the Chiefs. I think they'd watch Patrick Mahomes, but Todd Gurley's playing like crap. Um, no, that brother's injured, bro. I don't think they He's have hurt. I don't think that there's enough I don't think there would have been enough star power for a Chiefs Rams Super Bowl, I, I, I even think, even though they have one of the greatest games I in NFL think, history. I think Mahomes is enough of a star, or at least potential. They'd have to build but it there, that there way. There are people out there who are just tired of seeing the Patriots in Super Bowl as well, though. Oh, I'm just telling you this: they're gonna, they keep watching. They want to see them they lose. Have, they they want to see them lose. They want to see them lose. I think, it, and if but, they, but they've lost in Super Bowl before. Once yeah. they win six, I think that they may pass the Cowboys as the most hated team in the NFL. Because well, they've Tom, already, I think they've already done that. Tom Brady has cemented his legacy as yeah. being the greatest quarterback to ever play. I don't I, like, when that man got the ball and drove down the field, and then Mahomes came back and did the same thing. Yeah. But there was zero doubt when he said heads. I was like, please let this be heads. It was same to say <laughs> when he got the ball. There was no doubt what was getting ready to happen. And for that dude to sit back on third and ten on multiple occasions, run the same place to the opposite side of the yeah. field, mm-hmm. unbelievable. I, I, I will say this, and if you watch the game. Tony Romo's a beast. What is Tony Romo? I'm going to tell you what. On all of the big plays, go back and watch the game. He's like, oh, this is going to the corner of the ground. No, no, he was. He was no, no, he was. And then my favorite, my, that's what he gets no, paid to do. No, 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 no. But, but, but not, not all broadcasters do that. Not well, like not Tony. All, uh, but Because this is what made Tony so good. I'm not. Look, 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 look. 
You say he's a beast as far as announcing, or that he was a beast as a quarterback? No, no, no. As announcing, I'm not talking okay, about quarterback. Okay, I, I know what you're. No, 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 I'm saying announcing because in the, there was a specific play. It was third and ten. It was a big play for the, the Chiefs to gonk up. And not, not even that one. They had a, a motion. It's like, With oh, Edelman they're going the down scene. the middle to Edelman. But this yeah. is this thing about Tony Romo. You don't get that. He Normally that. after the play, Collinsworth will explain to you this is why he went into the middle. Right. Before the play happened, Romo's like, oh, he's going out the middle for sure. So if, 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 if he could read defenses that well, why, <laughs> why is his back broke? <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> but look, but Tony Romo and his uh, announcing skills, I've talked to a couple of people about that. And some people hate that. They're like, I don't want to know what's going to happen before. Because he's done this before. He's I don't know who call hates play. it. I love I, it. I've saw some. It I ruins it for some people, some too. People, it right, that means you must not like football if it ruins it. For well, me, they're, I love they're, it. They're more. They're not hardcore like we okay. are. They're more okay. casual fans. Like, yeah, I don't they're not an X and O type person. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't want to know guess. everything that happened. I mean, I love yeah. it. And for and for the casual fans, like especially, and I'm not trying to downplay this, but the, maybe the children watching or the the casual male or female fan who's just there to kick it. like that's not yeah. what they want to do the element of surprise is gone because he calls it out a lot like, and he's Damn. messing up for like you know you know you have your girlfriend there and, and the boyfriend's there he's like so this is what happened baby. this is gonna be like this like this and that Romo's already telling him what's, what's the point of him being there hater. he's a hater um, but yeah I, but the officiating in that game back to the Oh, the, man. the phantom call on Brady, and I love Brady. Y'all know I'm a huge fan of his. That was terrible. That was terrible. And I think the the who uh, wasn't Pereira, it was um, gosh, I can't remember the, the guy from the Serato. Yeah, 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 yeah. was like, man, you can't think, you can't call what you thought you saw. If you I, didn't see it, if you saw, it, you need to call it. Yeah, I like this is going way off. I like Pereira on 26 better than Serato because he'll tell you the actual what they're gonna call. But that Edelman play with the punt, how do you overturn that? It didn't touch That's him. That's what No, 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 no. It didn't touch him. But how do you overturn no, 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 no. that? Because it was obvious. It was, yeah. It no, was okay, obvious. there was one angle. There was one no, angle where it looked like he stumbled. They did a but very good something. job. Let me yeah. tell you I'm something. Sure you all you know how I know it touched his hand? Right you want to know how I know it touched his hand? No. The very next play. It was almost poetic justice. Poetic justice. It didn't touch him. It did not touch him. I meant. It did not touch him. My point is, I don't know how you can overturn When I first saw it, I said, it touched him. It was obvious to me. But you know what? You know what? Maybe think it didn't touch him. Edelman was very, very. Um, adamant, adamant about, that yeah. it did not touch him, yeah. and then when you saw the replay, they showed you like maybe nine eight different or angles, nine, nine angles. angles. But, but nine after angles. when Edelman tipped pass and it got intercepted, that's that, that not for me. I was but like, it okay, didn't he touch him. No, but he didn't. Touch it him. didn't touch him. And, and, touch but him. that's why I like instant replay because I think you've got at the end of the day, and I run a bunch of sports and I deal with amateurs who get and, you, and I've got two referees on the field who miss a bunch of stuff all the time. Yeah. At the end of the day, you have to get it right. So somebody's going to be mad. Either way, half the people are going to be mad no matter what, but you have to get it right. And with that with the, that muff punk call, I think that I think they did a really Maybe good job taking the time and got it, it right. Maybe we should just change it for the playoffs. I don't think it should be a regular season. I, I agree with that. Maybe just they playoffs. They changed overtime for it. Uh, overtime should be changed too, I think. I, I would have loved to see Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes get a chance to get back. We, we, the game would back. still be going on right now. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. They, they, they could make do it in a way the way college does something. It. They do it the way they can do the way college does. It. Everybody makes fun of the way college does it, but the way these offenses work now, it's just hard to see two teams go at it. Like you mentioned, you go play all season long, and all of a sudden. You're going against Tom Brady, and he drives down the field and does what he does to everybody. It's just, it's, and you get robbed of seeing Mahomes do what he can. Do. And I think, but did he have defense, plenty of chances? To I, think win the, the game? I think the defense is well, not in overtime. But just, but to, to to constitute what you just said, yeah. right? He had plenty of chances to win the game before that, and they didn't do that. They no, had no, a stunk. They stunk I, it up the first half. Well, that's oh, they, the rule. They, they that's the rule. That's that's the rule. that's in place. Overtime is if you score first, then it's done. Okay. What we're talking about is 
the referees missed the call. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's totally, it's totally different. different. It's right, totally right. different. Yeah. If the rules are in place, if I say first one twenty one, fine. Yeah, you win. That's fine. I understand the rules, but it would be nice if they changed the rules somehow and get Patrick Mahomes on there. The defense is eventually going to make a play. If Fort wasn't offsides, it would have been an interception anyway. So well, I, I would have. It was a bad pass by Brady. Right. Right. Gronk should have caught that. Gronk. I, I think they'll both say. I think both of them will accept some level of fault. Absolutely. Um, but when I was watching that game. I was disappointed in Andy Reid. He just did another. It's almost like you don't understand. You're going against Brady. So I'm talking about before the Patriots, because there's three lead changes in the end. But there was a chance right before. So you, we know the Chiefs scored last. They scored the field goal to tie the game up. I'm talking about before that, when the Chiefs had the ball less than two minutes ago, and they scored before the two-minute warning. I'm just like, look, you know Tom Brady's going to come back down the field. I know the mantra is, okay, score when you can, but not when you're playing Tom Brady. 203. I would, I would, I would rather lose the game at the goal line right there than give him the ball. I'm back. shocked that Cordero nah. Patterson, when he got that return back out to mm. the 35-yard line, I told my kids it was like 65 yards for Brady. Like, yeah, not that. you just knew it was going to You knew Did, it was you, did you think Patrick Mahomes was going to lead him down the field in 30, with 39 seconds left? Bro, I thought he were could. You, were you, were you yes. 100% sure? Yes. I wasn't sure. Mm. I wasn't I w- sure. I wasn't sure either. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought they were going to score a touchdown. Like if they had a little more. If they time. had one more timeout, oh, they, they would have scored a touchdown. My, my, my issue with Andy Reid was just giving Brady the opportunity with so much time left. Mm, I, I would I rather think... lose it in the goal line and say we're going to eat this. I would. I would literally have him kneel. No, no, no. Or do I something of that nature. I would have done that. I would have done that. How many times has Andy Reid lost to this man? No, no. Andy Reid always. Where loses I think to he's him. well, he didn't lose here, but I think he made a mistake when the Patriots were driving on the field. The Chiefs defense was exhausted. Yeah. He had three timeouts. Yeah. Call some timeouts. Give your team the opportunity to rest so that they can make a stand. Because they were kind of – it was how many third down plays? Three. Three, three. third down plays. Three, yeah. After many, the third one, call some timeouts. How many times have them. you seen a coach call a timeout in that situation? In our years of football, how many times have we seen that? I think I've probably seen it maybe once or twice. Max. I would have I would have called a timeout. What, 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 I, what I was shocked at was how quick New England wanted to score again. When they got inside, I want to say it was the Gronk play that took him inside the five-yard line. Then the next play, they gave it to and Burkhead. Yeah. I'm, I'm I was shocked that they scored that Let me play. ask you this. Do you think the Chiefs let him in? Because when I watched that replay a couple of times, like I think the Chiefs may let him in there. That would be nah, interesting it, to find it, it, out. It, it, I hope it, not. I, someone tried to tackle him at the end there. I don't think they let him in. I think someone actually was on him yeah. when he went to the end zone, right? It wasn't it like, didn't look that way. Because uh, if you look at the Chiefs players and the, the linebackers and a couple, mm-hmm. I think they had maybe one or two safeties on the field, they just look. Hey. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady could wear that exact same uniform again next week, I mean, in two weeks, because he was so clean. That office, the, game, <laughs> the game plan and the preparation that the Patriots put in for that game yeah. to play again, Tyreek Hill had one target? Yeah. One. Like, they're like, you're not throwing him the ball, and you're going to beat us with everybody else. And gosh, like, it was just, it was masterful. Like, I couldn't. Like when people talk about legacies and Tom Brady did it, but I'm talking about but Belichick what that man did, that's ridiculous, man. He could he could walk away today and and people don't consider him the goat in coaching, but it, it, who? Belichick. Who does consider, consider, consider him the goat? A lot of people don't consider but him the goat. Who is the goat? I I think he is the goat. No, I'm saying no, who, who, who 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 else? Think for these other people and tell me who do you think is the goat <laughs> oh, in what? coaching? Old school people tell you Lombardi was the best. Uh-huh. Bill Walsh um gets more it, kudos. It, it's different errors, but I I guess Bill uh, Bill Belichick is a goat right now. There's as far no, as to me, there's no. He's, a, he's the best coach. There's no doubt. Right there's no doubt about. Not in the league. I think he's the best coach ever. No, ever. Yeah. yeah. No, well, he's league ever. <laughs> he's the best coach right now. I mean, they, but that the, their preparation was just that's just it's just unbelievable to me, man. And I don't know until those two separate. Um, I don't see I don't see anything changing to be honest with you. I just don't because people 
six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, people were talking about was Brady done? Yeah. He's not the MVP. And then I don't know if you guys saw someone him. Someone had a bold prediction about them not going to the playoffs. That was, uh, Can you that? imagine? I don't, I don't remember who it was, but someone said that. I don't know why they would say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see the video of him and Gronk in the airport? No, I haven't seen that. They had a, they, in the background, they were playing uh, Puff Daddy. Oh. The, we oh, ain't no. going nowhere. There was one where Bad Boys Tom Brady, I haven't seen yeah, that. There was one with Tom Brady's um, background was singing Mini Men. Yeah. yeah, that was leading up to this we game. Oh, wow. last, and then this and then this one was We Ain't Go With oh No God. And both of them are walking I and just acting like. And bro, I'm just telling you, it's, and imagine, if, imagine, just imagine for one second if they were able to get somebody like Antonio Brown. Or if they were to get a decent receiver to go along with them, mm-hmm. that would be. And, you know, this, this is kind of off the subject a bit, but that's why I want to see the Patriots complete that undefeated season so badly. Because if there's any team that deserves that, it would have been the Patriots. I know a lot of people didn't want to see the history, yeah. but I want to see that history. Because people kind of forget about that in the midst of all this. I think that would have been talked about a lot more if they were undefeated yeah. than whatever they're doing right now. What is this? Is eighth Super Bowl? Ninth Super Bowl? Ninth. Ninth. But what? Man. What? I think out of all the teams, this team is, at least from what I've seen so far, by far the worst. I think all the other Patriots Super Bowl teams would route this Patriots Super Bowl. You think team. so? I think so. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, even even that one that lost in Super Bowl with Randy Moss and them, I, they might beat this team also. I, I don't know, man. I just yeah. I think you got a smarter. I think you have a smarter. If that's possible, I think you have a smarter Tom Brady. And I think their mm-hmm. defense now, other than the McGinnis um, led team, yeah. they yeah. were really good. Yeah. Um, but this team here, their Rodney defense. Rodney Harrison too, man. Their defense right now, to me, with Chong and the McCordy. too? No, they, they, they had some players on that team. They had yeah. players I'm, they not saying, make I'm not saying yeah. they weren't good, but yeah. I'm just talking about overall, I think this team was. I mean, that that team, McGinnis, I think they had McGinnis and they had, um, gosh, I can't remember the outside linebacker, the other um, linebacker. Brusky, 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 and then they had Vrabel. Uh, no, no, they, they, they were, they were, they were they really were good. good. They, they were, were really, really real good. And were, I mean, even though he was washed up during that, well, he wasn't completely washed when they had Seahaw as well. Yes, yeah. Man. They were. I mean, they were a good team. I'm just saying, like, I, I just they, they're playing smart right now, man. That that catch Hogan made was ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm telling you right now, I still think the second one they called incomplete was a catch when he dropped when he dropped that one, or they said he dropped that one. I, I didn't thought see the game the was over. The ball hit the ground. I didn't either. Yeah, I didn't see it. I, I was like, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought it wasn't a catch. I thought it was because his I, hand was I don't, think, I don't think he had control of it. Like it, it came out and it clearly hit the ground. But the first one was a catch. Was yeah. uh, the second yeah. one? I thought he still had control of it because it didn't move. It may have hit the mm-hmm. ground, but like he said, it didn't move. Yeah. But with that, those play, when he missed, when that one, I was like, oh, this is over. Like I well, just didn't think they were going to get though, it again. Even though the Patriots won that game, it was they won the game in the first half. Let's be honest. By not allowing the Chiefs to, the Chiefs were going to explode regardless. They were going to get some points on the board. They won it in the first half because I don't think the Patriots would have survived. A two half onslaught. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the Chiefs, as a Texans fan, it hurts my heart saying this. But Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and I, we have someone on this podcast that thinks his numbers are going to drop way down next season. They probably will because he had ridiculous numbers. But that dude is the truth. No, he's definitely the yeah. truth. <laughs> it's, 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 I'll put it like this: and Texas fans, cover your ears. Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are not in the same planet stratosphere. Mm-hmm. That dude, yeah, I, you know, Patrick Mahomes, I, 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 no, is a beast. You, whenever you look at a quarterback, you got to look at the coach. Yeah. And I think that's – Andy Reid is a brilliant offensive mind. There are some of the plays that he ran for um, Patrick Mahomes. It was just screen passes. Yeah. And they were so wide open. Yeah. I mean, I give Andy, uh, Andy Reid a lot of credit for that. And I think that's in the Sean Watson leads up. Don't get me wrong. As far as the season's concerned, Patrick Mahomes is miles ahead of Deshaun Watson. But, but, but I do think – 
the young quarterbacks here right now, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff. Jared Goff also has a really good offensive mind out there. I don't think Goff is that good. No, no I, don't, I don't. I don't either. I don't, that's, I don't that was my point. I don't. I don't think, I don't think he's that good. But, but he made enough he plays. Makes, yes. No, no, yeah. he makes clutch plays though. He does. There was a game. I think it was against Minnesota or something like that. They might have lost the game anyway. But there was a pass he threw in that game. It was a big time pass. But to my point is, I think that. His offensive um, coordinator, or whoever it is that's running the offense, makes him look a lot better than what he actually is. Yeah. I think the same thing goes for Patrick Mahomes. I agree. But I agree. But he has the tools. He can make the plays. When we lost, when we saw Deshaun Watson in that game, he was not making the plays he needed to make in order to give that team a chance to I win. I agree. So that's that's basically how it is. But, but the reason why I mention Holmes specifically is I don't think there's any defense you can play to hold him. That's why I think he's in a different level. Because there are, there are certain plays where the Patriots were in his face. Because they were going to attack him down the middle the entire game. They are going straight up the gut. And in the second half, he figured it out. And he was just carving him up all, all I th- over the I field. think the Patriots, from what I saw in that game, because I didn't get to watch the whole first half of that either, but I thought the Patriots kind of didn't go into cru- cru- cruise control. But I thought they were like, we're not going to let them strike quick. Um, and allowed them to matriculate the ball down the field. And yeah. then well, next thing you know, you're in a football game. Yeah. But I think what they did goes back to kind of what you were saying, the play calling, because what he was able to do is find receivers who don't normally get a bunch of targets, yeah. and they were running in wide open spaces. Yeah. So mm-hmm. whether it was the screen game or the pick game or whatever it was, the now, route combinations I, I were ridiculous. That, but the thing that makes Mahomes special, at least from what I've seen, is just the way he fits balls into windows. There was a pass he threw to, I think it was a, wide, uh, a running back, Williams, and ended up going all the way down the field. But he put it on him in a way where he could run immediately. And there was It's a perfect pass. That's what I'm saying. Every time he delivers a ball – they're ready to run, but don't you? That's think, him too. But don't that's you accuracy. Think, don't you think most gunslingers have that in them? I mean, Brett Favre was known for doing that. Tony Romo was known for doing that. Randall Cunningham was uh, somebody like that as well. I just think that I hope that he's able to continue to learn the game. I think I for Brady to go to him and talk to him or request to speak, I don't know if you guys heard about that or yeah, not. I, I, I but for him to be able to go and do that, I think that shows a lot of respect from Tom Brady. I just hope yeah. he continues to learn the game and they continue under. The tutelage of someone like Andy Reid, because some, another coach comes in with a different type of philosophy. Yeah, that's not his. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. I don't think he's going to mm-hmm. be able to do that. He needs that Cliff Kingsbury, Andy Reid type mentality, that open offense type. Because I don't see him as a traditional, you know, drop back passer or anything like that. That's I not mean, type it, person. It, he the is. wheels could fall off if he starts throwing a lot of picks and loses confidence. But that's what any quarterback. Right. Is. He's I, don't, not, I don't think. He's not, I think he has this demeanor and this confidence about it. I don't think that's going to phase him at all. I do think that there's a possibility. And he needs Andy Reid right now. It's the best fit for him to have Andy Reid this no, young not. in his career because he's learning the offense. He can just kind of slowly get into it. But that's for me. That's every great quarterback. You right. A great coach. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, exactly. I, I get that point. Exactly. Exactly. So, but he he's he's special. He's definitely special. We did not know at the beginning of the year how special he would be, but he's definitely a special quarterback, special yeah. player. So yeah, he's definitely the best young quarterback in the NFL right now. MVP. Yeah. Well, that's no doubt. Right now, you think I think he he locked it up. Well, for me, he locked it up because of the performance he had over. Because my next closest person would have been Drew Brees. Yeah, and I I think he had a better performance overall in this game than Drew Brees had. I think the vote is already in. No, yeah, it, it is already in. It's already season. in. But yeah. I'm just saying, I, if for me, even in the playoffs, I'm <laughs> to pick. Well, it would be Brady, right? But let's just say <laughs> regular season and playoffs. It's Mahomes. Right. He should be the league's MVP this season. I think so, too. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. I mean, if Breeze does win it, it'll be like a sympathy vote. That's what it would be. If the only reason that the only reason I think that he will be able to win MVP is because he's not, even though it's his first year as a starting quarterback, he's not a rookie. 
Um, right. If he was a rookie, they would have settled for you know rookie. Of they the don't. Year. Yeah, because they don't have any like they did with Dak and Zeke. Because mm-hmm. uh, Zeke oh, could have easily been league MVP, league MVP. Yeah, but yeah. when you give him the rookie year and you give the other one offensive rookie of the year, which makes no sense whatsoever, um, they could do that. They can't do that. They got to give that man something. <laughs> they have to. <laughs> I mean, he can't be most improved because he didn't play. Yeah. But then I think you some people like, you know, Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I don't think with his season and the records that he broke. I mean, would you be okay if they split it? <clears throat> a co MVP. I'd be okay with that. I just think Drew. I think that Drew Brees had such a great season for that franchise and for him personally at his age. Um, he helped Michael Thomas break records that may not fall up for a while. Yeah. Um, for him to, I mean, I don't know. That's tough. That's really, really tough. I'd be I'd be cool with co MVPs, and I could see the media trying to do something. It, like as that. much as it may seem like I'm a Drew Brees hater, which I'm not, I think the ultimate testament to how good he is is Jimmy Graham. When Jimmy was there balling, everybody thought Jimmy Graham was the best. Best tight end people are talking about in history. Yeah, after they left Drew Brees, I don't know where he's at right now. Yeah, he, Green Bay now. Yeah, I mean, oof. Yeah, yeah. He he hasn't lasted with any other quarterback. Yeah, and then I again, mean, he like, did go play with Russell Wilson now. Yeah, and he did good there too, though. But not not as good as uh, <laughs> not as good as he did with Drew Brees. But with Ben Watson retiring, I, th- I think they'll they'll the, the the Saints will be back. I just hate for I hate, I would hate for anybody. I would hate for the Texans. I would hate for the. The Redskins. I would hate for anybody to lose like that. That's I, I, just I don't tough. think the I think the Saints are going to take a because this is back to back years, right? Minnesota they lost heartbreakers. The Minnesota one that was definitely a heartbreaker, and then you have this one right here. I, I, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I, I, I think I think I think it's going to be tough for them to come. I mean, I think it's going to be tough for them to come back from yeah. that. They're going to have a hangover for a while. <laughs> I mean, did that go start off the season? This I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I feel. I mean. They may have a hangover, but Cam mm-hmm. Newton may not be healthy next season. Mm-hmm. He may not be back. Uh, Matt Ryan, you never know. I mean, the division is still there. Yeah. If if there if there's a team, if Cam Newton were healthy and he finished the season healthy, maybe. But I mean, we're looking at changing the guard here, though, as far as the quarterbacks are concerned, though, right? I don't think it's a change of guard. The quarterbacks. Okay, so look at the last Super Bowl champion, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. They had a young rookie quarterback. Even though Nick Foles finished it, they still had a young quarterback, mm-hmm. and they paid everybody else. That's what the Rams did. The Rams went all in. None of us here think Jared Goff is an elite quarterback, right? Not I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not say, I'm not saying he's an elite quarterback. I'm just saying he's as a far as the group of the quarterbacks that we're going to start looking at right now after this season are going to be of the younger version. No, I agree with that. But what I'm saying about Nick Foles and Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, these guys, and particularly Carson Wentz and, and Jared Goff, they're young quarterbacks in rookie-scale contracts. Mm-hmm. And then their teams just loaded up on every other position. That's what the Rams did. They loaded up on every other position. That's what teams are going to do in the NFL now. It wouldn't surprise me, particularly with how smart McVay is, if the Rams don't 100%. Let's say they win the Super Bowl. They beat the Patriots, right? But they're not 100% sold on golf and they don't want to pay him big money. Just let him go and just get another rookie and keep loading up on other position players because McVay may be like, I'm so smart. My offense is so good. I don't. I don't I that, that, that would that would imply that you think golf is garbage, though. No. I think. Some, I think. I'm they, not implying golf is garbage. No, what think, I'm saying is the organization itself. I think they maybe think golf not, is though. good enough maybe to be not. their quarterback. Okay, look at look at the Seahawks. Seahawks won a Super Bowl with a, a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. You can argue but they whether they get rid of Wilson. But my point is, they they haven't sniffed the Super Bowl again, though. Once they paid them the big money, look at the Baltimore Ravens. They run a quarterback with a quarterback on a rookie scale, mm-hmm. and they're able to pay the other players on the field. But once they gave 
Flacco the big money, they never got back there. It's not like Flacco's game has completely fallen off. They just don't have the talent mm-hmm. around him anymore. Yeah, but I think at the end of the day, any team is looking at their quarterback. They have to have that quarterback in place. You could you can lose golf, and then you are going to get uh, what's the guy in Jacksonville right now? Bortles. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I think I'm, I'm not arguing that. What I'm saying is, I think we're seeing a change in the guard where where you think twice about paying your quarterback that max money unless you know they're elite. Like I'm going to pay Mahomes whatever it takes to pay Mahomes. You got to pay that guy. But when it comes to other quarterbacks, and this is not knocking our guys, but I'm talking about Dak Prescott, even Deshaun Watson, these guys, if they don't do anything on the rookie scales, and I'm saying get to championship games, get to Super Bowls, do you really want to pay them all yes, that money? you pay them. It's a quarterback league. It's tough, it, though. No, no, but it's my, a quarterback league. Is this, especially if, if especially if the trend continues the way it's going, the Eagles won last year, right? If the Rams win this year, and if another team with a – Rookie scale quarterback with talent all around him wins. That's the way you go. That's how you win the Super Bowl. That's how teams have been winning. If it's not Tom Brady or Eli Manning, it's been a, quarter, a team with a rookie scale quarterback. I think only team, time will tell. What are you saying right now? Time will tell. If, but if it's been happening for the last ten years. Nobody's like awake that. because the Patriots always get to the Super Bowl. So who who won after the Philadelphia one? Before Philadelphia was it the Patriots? Patriots. And who won before that? It was either I think the Seahawks. But remember. Russell Wilson. But Russell Wilson is the truth. He's a good he's quarterback, a, a good but rookie-scale quarterback. They paid him now. Mm-hmm. They haven't sniffed that NFC championship since then. That's my point. I think the it, formula you're thinking of is you make it sound like it's easy to do, but not no, every no, team can do no, that. No, no. What I'm saying is when you have the opportunity, i.e. Texans, i.e. Cowboys, i.e. Rams, no, the Texans, the Texans, do it now. The Texans and the Cowboys are not in a situation, I don't think. I think, I think they are I because think, they think, have rookie-scale quarterbacks. Once you have to pay Dak Prescott and Deshaun Watson, you're done. I think you have to pay Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott that money. That's fine. That's what the NFL says. But mm-hmm. my point is, if you don't win it before you pay them the big money, you're probably not going to win it unless they're like a Tom Brady, meaning they are truly elite. They're not a lot of Tom Brady's, though. But my point <laughs> is, there are no Tom But if you're not an elite quarterback, because the only ones that have won it are elite. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. Other than that, Aaron Rodgers. Okay, okay. He's, he's, <laughs> those are all super elite quarterbacks. You're making my point all the more. Those are all elite quarterbacks. Everybody else has been a rookie scale. Okay, so who are the elite quarterbacks in the league today? Let's put it that way. You have Tom I Brady. Think we just named them. That's okay. Well, let, let, let's, well, Drew Brees is lost. Let's go back. Let's go back. So we saw Foles do it last year. Okay. Then it was Brady, okay. Manning, Brady, Wilson, rookie scale, Flacco, rookie scale, uh, Eli. Luck. <laughs> no, no, no. Rodgers Breeze. Some credit. Rogers, Breeze. That those, goes, are, but, those are all elite quarterbacks, mm-hmm. except for Eli. But Eli, remember, wasn't one of the elite. He didn't get paid elite money at that I, point. Okay, this, let, let's use the Texans as an example, okay? The Texans right now have Deshaun Watson, and okay. they've been looking for a franchise quarterback for who knows how long. Eons. Eons. Now, you're telling me, let's say they don't win next year and his contract is no, up. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Okay. This is an example. Example. Okay. They don't win next year. His contract is up. Yeah. Are you telling me that you are going to... So you're saying right now you build up around him, yeah. right? You drop him because you have a, the squad around him, yeah. and you get another quarterback. No, no, I'm saying in. I'm saying if you're the Texans, <laughs> you keep him. What I'm, what I'm saying is even with the Seahawks, when you have Russell Wilson, you have to pay him. What I'm saying is once you do that, your championship window's probably gone, unless that person you paid is truly an elite quarterback. If you look at all the quarterbacks that, that, that have won, trade is right off the list. But they, it's only they, been they, elite they quarterbacks had, and they had, scale they, quarterbacks. They've had pretty good teams, though, too. But you only have a good team if you have the money to pay the other players. Mm-hmm. 
Brady, Brady could play with us, bro. We've been in the Super Bowl. That's how raw him and Belichick are. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that, you better have a Jared Goff and a Dominican Sue and Aaron Donald and a keep to leap. You can keep going. Marcus Peters. That team is loaded. Why? Because they had the money to pay those people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, if I was what about, a, what about if coaching? I, if coaching. I was a, well, obviously, you got to have a good coach. Right. I just, I just think All I'm saying is, if I were a GM today. Let's say you're talking to a GM right now. He's just listening to Chris right now. It's like, yeah. it's, it's that easy, right? Like, I'm going to do that. You know, but it's not that easy. You no, know what I'm saying? Every, a lot of things got to work out. Right, what I'm right. saying is, when you have a player like a Deshaun Watson, you better maximize it before you have to pay him. Because right. after you pay him, you're screwed. Either he's that raw to deserve the money, or you're stuck with a bad contract. Look at Matthew Stafford. Y'all know how I feel about him, but when you pay him that money, his rookie scale's gone. You're done. You're just in a you're 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 just you're you're purgatory. You're nowhere. Mm-hmm. You have a good enough quarterback to pay him, but you can't win a Super Bowl. So was that a league problem? That's a league, obviously. <laughs> all of the, only only the really good organizations are figuring it out. The Rams and the Eagles. The Rams definitely figured it. When they saw the Eagles do it this offseason, the Rams were like, "Pay everybody, pay them all, because this is our chance." And they made the Super Bowl. Mm. Tell, uh, I mean, you look at it, if your name hasn't been Manning, uh, Flacco, Breeze, Breeze Rogers, Rogers, or Brady. Or Brady. Yeah, that's all we've seen in the last 18 Super Bowls. And then Foles, you're throwing Foles. That's pretty much, I guess, Dilfer. Roethlisberger didn't win one? Yeah, Big Ben. Right? Yeah. Um, that was both rookie scale. But even, even After though, they pay Roethlisberger. You, you call Roethlisberger an elite quarterback, right? Yeah, dude, for 5,000 yards. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> he hasn't been there since, I guess, to Chris's point because – but they've had opportunities. I'm not going to sit here and just say. But he, but we agree, he's still an elite quarterback. Right, right. Even if they got there, we'd say he's elite. Right. But right. they haven't gotten there since they paid him. And even with Flacco, they had a pretty good defense back then. They didn't too, pay right? him at that point yet. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's an that's an interesting take. Uh, it's an interesting take. But I, I don't. I don't know. I don't see. I mean, when I go back and look at this list, though, I don't see any. Average quarterback won in the Super Bowl. There hasn't been one, and maybe at the time, at the time. But don't you kind of pay for potential or or what you see coming, right? Um, so I don't know. My, my, so my, my, what I'm trying to tell you though is this, you you make the point that if they win it all, they should just get rid of golf. No, no. What I'm get, saying is, what get, I'm saying is, if you're Sean McVay and you see golf and you're thinking, you know, I can win without him. It wouldn't surprise me. If I don't. Didn't. I don't think they think that though. I think golf well, is the, a major reason why they're here right now. Let's not. Let's not I agree. Let's I'm not. I'm not. not you're, 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 I, just, I just think you're not hearing me. I'm not poo pooing on Jared Goff. I think he's. You can't win. A, you can't win a Super Bowl as quarterback being garbage. Right. You can't. Right. But if you're average to good, the Ravens, I think, I think the Ravens you're, might you're, say something a little bit different about that because they. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that guy? Who was it? Trent, Dilfer. Trent Dilfer? That was over. He was. What, a, he was almost a twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about but give us the last. I 10, think the way I the think, NFL's gone the last 10, 15 years. I think golf deserves the opportunity to be the quarterback. I think it would be very bad. For That's fine. If my, they my point won. is this. My point is this. After they pay golf, let's see if they win anything else. That's no, all. I, I'm I understand saying. what you're saying, but it's, it's not a decision that any I, GM I think, is going to make. Think, I think you can interchange golf with any good quarterback in the NFL. But I don't think that's. I think you're saying it, but I don't think that's a decision any GM or any owner is going to make like that. I, don't I think, agree. I don't think they're going to look at that and be like, "We won with golf," but can we win with someone else? They're no, going. They're going to pay. The guy. I agree with but you. But you're right. As soon as they pay him, they're not going to have enough money to pay everybody else, so their window is going to close unless golf turns out to be. That franchise quarterback, that elite quarterback. I agree. All I'm saying is, if you have a 
rookie scale quarterback or a Blake Bortles, even though he's garbage. I get that. But somebody you're not paying a lot of money to, but it's good enough to guide your team to a championship game, pay everybody else. Once you pay your elite quarterback, if he's not elite and he's getting elite money, you're not going anywhere. Just ask the Detroit Lions. They're in purgatory. <laughs> they are. No, you're right. I, I could, that's kind of where the Rockets were years ago. They were kind of in this, you know, middle of the pack team. And yeah. then they finally decided they were going to get hard and they got hard and everything's changed from there. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I can definitely agree with what you're saying. All right, so you guys want to move on to the NBA? Or I don't Let's want us do to it. make any. We kind of sort of already made our Super Bowl picks. I want to wait till later to do that, but we kind of already in this discussion. I think I have already. I've already <laughs> said what I think is going to happen, <laughs> um, but uh, we can get to that later. Well, but it's two weeks away. It is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We should wait, you know, to make the Super Bowl pick. Yeah. Let's not do it immediately. We know who's in the Super Bowl: it's the Patriots and the Rams. It's a rematch, right? Yeah. Of a. Super Bowl way back when, right? Patriots first, well, second, first one with. Uh, oh, this is with the uh, Greatest Show on Greatest Earth. Greatest Show on Earth, yeah. yeah. Damn, that Rams team was good. That was a good guys offense, man. But anyway, rematch. So let's talk some NBA. Nothing in particular about the NBA, just um, what the season has progressed into so far. Um, Harden's on a tear. Um, Derrick Rose has had a resurgence. Yeah. I mean, Derrick Rose looks like the Derrick Rose of of old. He had a game winning shot. The other night, that yeah. was that was crazy. Um, Boogie Cousins is making his debut as a Golden State Warrior, which means that's death for the rest of the league. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Lakers are still without um, LeBron at this point. Yeah, uh, they've kind of been mediocre ever since he's left. But that's um, kind. That's kind. Yes, yeah. it is very kind. Yeah. What's what? What is it, Trey? So I guess I'll just start off with the Rockets. Let, let me, what, what I want to call it, like, um, I guess a report card so far, as far as where the Rockets are right now. Yeah. I give the Rockets right now, I give the Rockets a solid B. Right now, a solid B. Especially how they started and some of the injury issues that they have right now. For James Harden to lead this team and they're still in the playoff hunt, they're, I think I want to say fifth or fourth in the Western Conference. Yeah. When the season started, you know, Trey can attest to this. I did not know where this team was headed. And then all of a sudden, James Harden just said, you know what? I'm good. I'm an elite basketball player. He just turned it on. And now this Rockets team is looking like um, their team, once they're healthy, that you do not want to face in the playoffs. I agree. Uh, if I think of the Rockets are great, it'd be an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. A+. Plus, no doubt. I give James Harden an A+. Plus. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, James Harden is the Rockets. So the Rockets get There's an A+. There's no plus. way they get an A+, plus, bro. Uh, they get an I A+. Give plus. Them a B. I give them an A+, plus for several reasons. Um Capella's missed double. Spots missed double digit games. Right. Eric Gordon's already missed double digit games. Uh, Chris Paul's already missed double digit games, and we're barely half. We're a little over the halfway mark into the season. You missed three out of five starters, and you're still fifth in the Western Conference. The Western Conference that one of our podcast mates has said is one of the best Western conferences in a long time. And to have a guy who's really been a superhero in the last 24 games. Did you realize a James Harden average last week? You know how many points he averaged last week in three games? How many? 54.3. That's like 2K. This brother's – it's hard to do that on 2K. How many games did they win? 2K on rookie. Two on one. This is good. No, no, good. no. They've been winning, bro. Don't make excited. They, they've lost some games, but they have been – they have a winning record since he's been on this tear. Yeah. That's, that's undeniable. Well, I mean, you know, you know it's so frustrating people when it comes to James Harden, and it's annoying. His game is not fun to watch. But you can't knock his game. Mm -hmm. He's mastered the NBA and what's required now. 
and he's killing it. And the thing is, they're making rules to stop him. That's the craziest thing. People, they hate him so much. They're like, during the offseason, okay, we got to stop the three-point thing. He did that. Now they're trying to figure out a way to see how a step back is a travel. Sometimes a step back is a travel. But you watch it, for the most part, it's not. Mm-hmm. They're trying to say it's an illegal move now because he's just killing everybody. All he does is he shoots threes and he drives to the basket. I'm giving the Rockets an A-plus because I'm giving him an A-plus. Like you said, he woke up during the middle of the season. And it started with LeBron. I'm telling y'all. Go back to that Lakers game. It was the game LeBron, LeBron and the Lakers pissed him off with the whole behind-the-back thing. Yes, yes. I don't know what it was, but I think that was it. And he's like, all right, y'all want to do that? time, though. We've been asking for this harder for this. This guy's killing it, bro. No, but he – I mean, I have to give credit where credit is due. James Harden is definitely killing it. He's on a tear like I've never seen before. If he keeps this up, it's not even going to be close. If he's not named MVP, it's a travesty. Oh, yeah. I I know people are trying hard. Not to give it to him. Yeah. They people, the NBA does not want James Harden <laughs> to be a back-to-back MVP. Yeah. They don't. But at this point in the season, you know, it's him and Giannis. Right now, those are the two front runners to me. Yeah. But I think Harden has the edge. And it's just because of what he's doing with this team and all the injuries that we've we've Piling mentioned. Up. Three out of five starters missing. Double digit games. James Harden, the Rockets are not in a playoff picture. Bro, without James Harden, the Rockets, I don't know if they win a game. They may win a one or two against the Suns, maybe. Right now, if James Harden is not playing the way he's playing right now, the Rockets are not in the playoffs. So can I ask you one question? Yes, sir. So if they get an A-plus or a B. I get them a B. Okay, if you get them a B, just just, just, cause I, just for my own sanity, what do the Lakers get right now? F. The, oh, no. no. Oh, come F. on, Chris. And F. Let me tell you why no, they get I don't F. give a Let me tell you why they get That F. is the most homeless okay. I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this <laughs> is turned into a straight home. <laughs> That's <laughs> that's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We will get back to the Lakers. We will get back to the Lakers. Oh my God! I just can't listen you, to this. Look, look, we're, we and Chris are talking, and yeah. Trey just mean mugging. Look at his phone, like me mugging. He couldn't wait to say what he had to say. Oh my God! Look, I don't give them an F, Trey. Okay, oh, I do not give the Lakers an F. All right. Let I me think. Let, let me explain my position. Go ahead. Okay. Proof. When you have LeBron, what's the Lakers' record right now? They're twenty three and twenty one. Twenty three, twenty two, something like that. I think about three, four games over five hundred. When you have LeBron James, LeBron James gives you ten games over five hundred by being LeBron James. He's out. He he, and I don't care, bro. With LeBron James on your team, so then why the hell you talking about missing starters? No, no, no. no, But let me get to my point because they're they're missing their best player. You have yours. I get that. Let let me get to my point. Okay. My point is this: so LeBron going there. Gifts you 10 games over 500. I thought when LeBron got hurt, they would be what Oenye said. They would be mediocre. But they haven't been mediocre. They've been bad. And they've been losing to teams they can't lose to. Every now and then they'll show up, which makes it, which gives me, which is why I give them F all the more. So there's one night where you show up and you beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, but then you lose to the Kings. I mean, that can't happen. The Kings are not garbage this season. Are the Lakers a playoff team right now? Are they top eight right now? They're number I, nine. Number nine. They're With, one, how many, days, you, how many games out? One game, one yeah, game. I mean, I, mean I, I think three through ten is about two, two games mm-hmm. between each, just like last season how it was. But to have LeBron James and you're halfway in the season and you're not in the playoffs is a failure. How many I games above five hundred were they with LeBron? I think they're about seven. Oh, that's it. And then so they've lost they? four games on that. Uh, on and, that, and then you get an F. Are they currently in the playoffs right now? Uh, that if is you, the my most point hideous. is this: if you have LeBron, if you have LeBron James on your team and you're not in the playoffs, it's an F. It's a it's a complete okay, well, failure. LeBron is injured. He hasn't played. LeBron is injured right now. Bro, but okay. He, okay, how many games has LeBron missed? 
Let's not act like he's missed like Chris Paul type games. He's How many missed, games has he what? missed? 12, 12 games? He's missed about two weeks of the season. Okay, so no, right it's a little now, bit longer than that. Maybe two to three weeks. He missed he's been hurt since Christmas Day. With LeBron okay, that's James. That's not twelve games. Sure that's it not, is. As, I think he's missed about maybe 10, 12 might be the max. But either way, I don't care how many he's missed. If you have LeBron and you're not in the playoffs, it's a failure. And you're missing well, what am I and missing you're missing here? Rajon Rondo. Okay, okay, and you're missing JaVale uh, McGee. But JaVale McGee? Look, Are you gonna hit me with JaVale? <laughs> Laker Nation, let me talk to you for a second. If if your measuring stick for missing the playoffs is now JaVale McGee. He's just saying it's a key ja- injury. That's all he's saying. JaVale, okay. Yes, if JaVale, you don't have a center. If JaVale McGee is a key injury, then you have issues. He played minutes. He played minutes for oh, my that bad. team. He my did. Bad. He did. And we're my averaging bad. a double-double. How many teams can afford to lose a double-double? My bad. My bad. Oh, okay, if if JaVale McGee is that important, if he's that key of a piece, I apologize, Laker Nation. With LeBron James, where do you project that this Lakers team would be as far as the standings? Like from one through eight. I'd say a good six. Three to six. They three were to four. Six. They were four with him. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I okay. said three to six. Well, I, I'm not as harsh as Chris. I don't give him a failing grade, okay? I give him like a C- minus right now. I think that um, with all the injuries that have taken place, yeah, they're pretty fortunate to be nice right now. Yeah, so I'm not going to give them a failing grade, and I do think that once all their pieces come back, including LeBron, that this is going to be another. There's going to be some to the Rockets. No one's going to want to really play them in the playoffs. I think that there was before LeBron got hurt, there was a, a confidence and a kind of teamwork that they had going together. Yeah, um, they kind of lost that now, but. But they should have beat the but, Rockets on Saturday. Yeah, but without but, LeBron but, James, but, but, but how many, times, saying, how many times have the Rockets played them this season? Three, three times. times. Three times. And the Rockets have won all three yeah. games, I think. But yeah, they did. But this is another thing I'm they seeing. They had the too. biggest lead without LeBron James. Right. This is another thing I'm seeing too, though, is that this team, I think it's good for them to learn how to play without LeBron James as well. Not yeah. when you lose Lonzo Ball for six weeks. That that's that's I understand that. <laughs> but Look, they have a, a plethora of injuries right now going as, against as far them. as from a Rockets perspective, you miss with injuries. You miss me with that. I'm sorry. Rockets have lost way too many players. The, so LeBron's missed 13 games. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they've lost they've lost their five and eight without LeBron. You haven't James. given us grades for each team yet. What's the grade for the Rockets? The Rockets as a team? Yeah, right now. I so think far. Um, I think a B is, is fair for okay, them. Because I think because as a team, I don't think they're very good. I, I don't think that they're playing. I don't think that they're very good. Mm. I don't think they're. I think James Harden is playing out of his mind, yeah. and you're not going to be able to shoot seventy three pointers in a game and win many games. You'll win some regular season games. You won't win in the playoffs. You, you We've think seen they're good right now, or you don't think they're going to be good when they get healthy? I, I think the whole chemistry is going to change when they get healthy. I, I don't think know the exact. About that. Same, I, I think the best thing that happened for James Harden was for Chris Paul to get hurt. Because right, if Chris right. Paul didn't get hurt, you wouldn't see this. But right, you're going to get right. back to the same boring dribbling. Who's going to bring the ball up the floor? Because if Chris, what is Chris Paul going to do? Chris Paul, well, this it, isn't this isn't six years ago. No, nah, this is what this is, and we're taking it different places. I agree with you. This is gonna when they get back, it's gonna be a little different. The dynamics. It's gonna be very. It's different. Gonna, it's gonna be a little different. But this is my thing, and I'm not saying just this as a Homer Rocket fan. The biggest knock on the Rockets in the playoffs is not you know the team is James Harden, right? Yes, absolutely. The, the biggest knock is James Harden, right? If James Harden even sniffs the way he's playing, at least the confidence that he has in the right playoffs. now in the playoffs, yes, you can call me a homer all day. Because the Rockets game. are the one team with the Lakers, and I said this all season long: the Lakers are the the one team that could beat the Warriors. The Rockets and the Lakers, at least in the West, mm-hmm. are the one team, or at least the two teams that could beat the Warriors. Right. If you have Chris Paul playing the level he played at last year, 
in the playoffs, and then you have this Harden going to the playoffs. I mean, so someone, someone said he, So let me let me tell you something really quick because I think I know exactly where you're getting ready to go with this. Mm-hmm. Unlike the person we spent the first half, first hour of this podcast talking about, and Tom Brady. We know what to expect, and we know exactly um, who said. Someone said it yesterday. McCordy said it yesterday at the uh, at the interview mm-hmm. when they won the coin toss. He's like, "I've seen this movie before. I've seen what's going to happen." Yeah. We all know damn well. Come playoff time, this person, Jimmy, is not. I, had, had, I haven't seen this James Harden, and though. that's the difference. That's my point. Yeah, I this agree. regular season James Harden. There have been other regular season, but this James Harden dunking on people, emotion. This is talking, arguably. Those are things I have not seen. And you know the thing Harden. that's really important. Even so, you know when James and it's Harden, not even about him; it's about his teammates. Exactly, can, they are one hundred percent backing him up. If you can, hear Gerald Green and guys like that talk about him, can they're this, telling you this is a different guy. Can we be honest with each other? Let's yes, be let's honest go, with go each go other. Ahead. This is probably one of the least talented teams he's had. Oh, oh I want to say the first, first talent wise, the first couple when healthy. No, 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 no. Right now, okay. the team that he's oh, doing okay. this with, so the team, included, the team yeah. that people okay. playing right. I'm, I'm, I think my no, no. I'm just talking about. Now I'm talking about. I'm talking about the team that we see right now on yeah. the floor. This so, is the this, least amount and, of and talent you, he's and played this, with. This is my point too. If you told me a year ago, Chris Paul's going to be hurt. Clint Capella will get Capella's hurt. missed how many games? That's fine. I'm just saying this is this 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 work with me here, Trey. I'm just saying. I mean, like, and you have Eric Gordon getting hurt. That. James Harden was going to lead this team in ways I never seen before. I wouldn't believe you. I'm, that's just me because even though it's not the playoffs, he is playing like he's ready for the playoffs. My point is this: the person I've always compared James Harden to, at least our dream for Rockets fans, is Dirk Nowitzki. At first, Dirk did not know how to win in the playoffs. He choked and choked and choked, and one day he woke up. And when he woke up, he won a chip. James Harden has that potential. The way he's playing now, particularly if he wakes up in the playoff series. The Warriors can't do anything. To to James Harden's credit, too. Zero help. Well, to James Harden's credit as well. I've always doubted James Harden. I'm going to be honest, be real with you right now. (laughs) You should doubt. When when he was first picked up from OKC, I'm like, this guy's a six man. Yeah, that's what I thought about. I never thought that he would be a superstar because that's what he is right now. Each year, even though it's been small progression, each year he's progressed. I I cannot knock the guy anymore. Like I, I'm not going to say I was a hater. But I wasn't a believer all the way. But if he continues like this, going into the playoffs, and we have Chris Paul, Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, all the pieces in place, yes, this this Rockets team can compete with the Golden State Warriors. I think they can, man. And the reason why I think they can no is no, other, I, other I, I than— I forget about Boogie Cousins. I always forget about Boogie Yeah, because that dude— I mean, well, well they're going to make it interesting. Let's put it this way. They're going to make it interesting. Well, early in the year, I thought that everybody was going to get swept by the Warriors. I just think the Rockets can make possibly if there's an injury. I mean, we, we've all discussed this. The Warriors are going to win. But if there's an injury, there's a chance. I'm not wishing anybody to get injured, but this is, that's the way the league works. Right. So you got to keep plugging away. You got to keep trying. Right. And if James Harden is playing with the confidence that he's playing with now, watch out. Mm-hmm. No, I, I can agree with that. I just don't. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see now with not not with the makeup of that. What, team right what now. don't you see? What is exactly you don't see? I just don't that that type of that's not a formula for success in the NBA playoffs. It's just not. I don't okay. care who you are. I don't care if you're and Kobe this, Bryant, this, this Michael what, Jordan, LeBron what, okay, James. What I've seen from this is a difference from this James Harden this year and the James Harden of last year. James Harden really he depended on fouls a lot last year during a regular he's season. He's leading the league in free throw no, attempts. No, that's that's fine right that now. He's still doing that. It's, it's, <laughs> Dog it, uh, Trey. <laughs> so anyway, I understand it hasn't changed, but there are other aspects. His three point game is eons better than it was last year. Yeah. I mean, like he's hitting shots. I'm like, oh, what the swish. I mean, like that game when he shot in Golden State. That's something I would not expect James Harden to do last year. 
That was a very clutch moment for him. The thing is, he wouldn't have even taken it last year. Exactly, exactly. I'm seeing a, a different James Harden, and this has to happen. This is the first phase. I'm not saying he's there yet. We haven't seen him in the playoffs. That's obvious. But this is the first phase for me believing that, you know what? He can do it. He can do it. That's, that's same, for me, the same thing happened with Dirk. There was a moment where I didn't think he can do it, and then you saw him. You saw it happen. He's like, "This guy's changed," and I think the same thing could possibly happen with James Harden. What, what's a, what's a decent three point percentage for somebody who? I said he's a, better. I said he was better. I'm no, no, asking. no, no, no. Because I already know where you're going with this, and and you may have it in front of you. I would bet, without looking at the stats, that his three point percentage this year should be lower than last year. I would bet it is because of the volume that he's taking. Is the amount of shots that he's no, taking. it's not lower than last year. Well, I'm surprised by that. In fact, it's the highest he's. It, no, it's not the highest ever. It's one of the highest he's ever had. No, he's having a, he's having a really good three point. Yeah, year. but I, he's I, shooting thirty seven percent. But I'm just saying for James Harden. James Harden sometimes he's not, he's not a knockdown three point shooter. Not. I mean, that's so not. why are you? What are, what are we arguing here, Chris? I, no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, 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 I don't, I don't get arguing it. that he is a better player this year than he was last year. I'm not going to lie to you. He does shoot a lot of three pointers, but. His confidence level is through the roof. There was a game that he had, I think, went 0 for 7 or it was something. 2 for 17. 2 for 17. He came right back the next big and game. And went off. It went off. <laughs> That's what you can see. You know, people, because LeBron is so great and Jordan's so great, they have bad nights too. But you know what they do? They come right back and they have great performances. Don't I you agree. ever mention that. <laughs> Don't hey, you ever mention hey, them in the same breath. Man, let me tell you something. Don't the you way, ever The way the this breath. season is going for the Rockets with the amount of injuries, because James Ennis has been out for multiple games as well. Oh, James Ennis. Oh, my God. Rockets, you played in the season. Oh, James Ennis. My point is this. My point is Man, this. Miss the Rockets. Me with that. Miss me with that. Bro, if you mention you JaVale me McGee, <laughs> James any, Ennis is any, terrible. Anybody who watches basketball, uh, once you mention JaVale McGee, it was off. Should we, met, should, should, we met, should we compare their stats? Bro, I, don't, I don't care what their stats are. Can we compare their stats? I don't care what their stats are. Once you mention JaVale McGee, you miss half the country. Like, you just, you just, everybody's turned it off. And that's not my fault. My point is this. The Rockets have had so many injuries, and they've picked up players that can help them in the playoffs. Oh my Sleep God. on the Rockets now. Oh, I Sleep on the Rockets Resigned House, though. Can they still? Well, he's in the G League right yeah, now. Yeah, so, I mean, he's still on the squad, okay. but they have to come to some terms with okay. the contract. Oh, right. So that's he was that. Playing so can, can we get to your Lakers? Great. We were on the Lakers. Then we just no, I went out because he no because he get, wants to get the Rockets. Okay, so what's great? I give the Lakers a, a C minus. I gave him an F. What do you get the Lakers right now? I think that as a as a team, if you would have told me LeBron James gonna, if you if LeBron James is going to miss thirteen games and Rajon Rondo, we're going to miss thirteen games. I would have thought that we may have won two or three of those games, maybe. And those are the games we wind up. We didn't win those games, so it, we would have been. I would have counted the win against the Bulls. I would have counted the win against the Cavs. Maybe one against Sacramento, but the rest of them I wouldn't have seen. Right. I wouldn't have seen that coming. So what's the so grade? with what they're what they're doing right now? I would I would give them. I'd probably give them a B also, because right now Cal Kuzma unfortunately might work his way into being traded, which I don't want to see because the kid is playing phenomenal. Phenomenal. Cool. Lonzo Ball has surprised the hell out of me and has decided to play. NBA style basketball, which has been amazing. Um, once Javel McGee got over whatever sickness he had and what was going on with him and his mother passing away or something like that, that was beyond my wildest dreams. I think they're fi- they've turned the corner, and I think this is the best thing about LeBron getting hurt is that these kids have realized, oh man, we can do this. And I think his his energy, him sitting on the just him being there, whether yeah. he's sipping on alcohol or halfway drunk, whatever, doing the games or whatever it is. I think him being there has given them a level of confidence that this team last year without LeBron James would be 0-13. Yeah. Without, uh, I, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, they faced the Warriors team. They're putting, they should have beat the Rockets the other night. 
They were up by what, 17 points? 21. 21 points? Yeah. They ha- that, but they don't have anybody that can finish that I game. was surprised they won that game. They, I saw the halftime score, and I was like, oh, man. Came back. They won it overtime. So you gave the Lakers a B. Specifically for the Lakers, because when you when you have LeBron James on your team, your coach is going to be scrutinized. What do you give Luke Walton then? I, I don't know. I'm the person that I'm downgrading right now is Magic Johnson and Rob Polinka. That's who I'm downgrading right now. Not forget what happened in the summer. That's yeah. that's over with. For you to sit back and try and stand pat. This reminds me of something like Greg Popovich would do and R.C. Buford would do in San Antonio. They're so stubborn and they're so set in their ways like, yeah, we got this or we're going to figure this well, out. And I think they might be trying to wait to see what's going to happen with tra- Anthony Davis. Uh, apparently they're trying to get mellow. I, that that should have happened. They should have pushed the button on that the New Year's, I mean Christmas Day. They should have pushed the button with Melo on Christmas Day because now they're finding themselves in trouble. Like if we were, I, if Melo was there, we probably would. I think he gives us another win or two. I'm not kidding you. I think he, maybe we went seven man. and we're in the playoff hunt. I'm that, just, that, I'm being honest that guy's with you. Done, man. I don't think so. They should have, they should have gotten Melo already. I just don't think that Magic Johnson and Rob Lincoln understand the sense of urgency. I don't. I mean, with LeBron James, if it's wear and tear, like we, I think we mentioned that at the very beginning. Is this yeah. wear and tear or is this just a freak accident? I mean, those non-contact injuries, those types of things, that's not normal for LeBron. They've never experienced that. I, my thing with the Lakers is, and why I really give them an F, is the two guys. We mentioned them earlier in the year. First, I don't know what they're doing with Josh Hart. You know how I feel about Josh Hart. I think he's a really good player. Sometimes I have him reserve minutes. Sometimes he doesn't play as much. I don't know what they're doing with that cat. They're ruining his game, in my opinion, at least when I'm watching Luke Walton coach the team. But when you look at the positions they put Kyle Kuzma in and the positions they put Brandon Ingram in. He played center. Kuzma's playing center at that's times. What I'm, that's what I don't think they know what they're doing. More importantly, I don't think Luke Walton knows what he's doing, particularly with those two players. Um, I'm not a big fan of Brandon Ingram, but he's having a good stretch right now, and I think it's his prime fertile time to trade that cat. Like that, He has to go. I've been saying it all season. If he's on the team at the end of the year and they're rolling with him on the squad, they ain't winning nothing. They're not going to beat the Warriors. They can challenge them. But if they get him off the team for a good talent, they're going to win. Plain and simple. Well, allegedly, Carmelo Anthony was sent to the Bulls today. Oh, yeah, really? so he's going to get waived and he's going to join the Lakers. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so the Lakers are interested in getting him now. That he's going to be essentially free agent. Carmelo was giving up for cash. <laughs> you got Carmelo and some money. <laughs> to go to the Bulls, he got Vernon Maxwell. That's what he got. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. How you pay somebody? Hey man, just take him and his money. <laughs> secure the bag. <laughs> they were able to secure the bag with Melo. Man, that's that, that ain't even right. That ain't even right. Um. So no, that's that. I feel bad for Melo, but we'll take him. Like we 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 need it. If Lonzo's gonna miss six weeks, if LeBron doesn't, if they miss, if they're without LeBron James and Rajon Rondo. Yeah. And Lonzo Ball for more than a week, all three of them gone for a week. Man, they won't win another game. They won't. They're gonna get killed tonight against the. the, the Warriors. They're gonna get killed. They're gonna get. They're gonna get mollywop. Like it's not gonna even be pretty. But what do you want them to do? Luke's playing. He's he's got people playing in the G League and NBA games like in the back to back nights. Luke Wall ain't that old. He can probably put on a jersey himself. <laughs> get up in there and play with get, them. Give him six fouls at least. <laughs> at least it's just it's just a hard time for them. But so, for so, them to still be in the playoff hunt to me is and to still be so over five hundred. Let, let me crazy. ask you a question then, because uh, you know how I feel about Ingram. But if there's a player in the NBA other than Anthony Davis, I think right now that's a little bit pipe dream. At least where the, his contract is right now. So other than Anthony Davis, if there's a player that you could go get, who would that be? That's feasible. That's not like that's a, feasible. Yeah, yeah. not Kimball. a pipe dream. 
I would go get Kimball Walker. I would, I would, I would love the opportunity to to see him in a. Who would you give up for him then? I think, I think Ingram is. I think that's fair. I think that's. Fair. I, I think the, the Hornets would take that. Like, yeah, we'll do it, but I don't know if the Lakers would do that. They need, they need, they need another score, man. And I just think, I mean, they just need somebody to hold the fort down until the rest of these fools get back. But if they can get Carmelo for next to nothing and wave one of the cats to get on the roster right now, I think that would that would suffice with them because yeah. they're not getting, they're not truly getting blown out. They're just not winning games they should win. They're not a finish. Yeah. They're in almost mm-hmm. every game. They're still not a finish. Mm-hmm. They're missing that. They don't have that person. Like right now, the Rockets have all these injuries, but at the end of the day, they have one of the best players in the NBA. Who's at the end, at the end of the game, he's going to take over, play one on one basketball, and he's going to get to the basket. He's going to get fouled. Something they don't have that. They I do don't. not have that, and it's it's sad. It's a sad. It's it's sad, but the kid that you were talking about a little bit earlier, if we could shift gears a little bit, Giannis is the truth. I, mean, no, I know. No, we, no. I know. We've said that before. No, no. I've been. I've but, been. I've been praising Giannis for a good grip now. Like I told. I don't know. What, I don't know what I said exactly. Or I don't want to try to my own horn. But y'all did already. So I'm gonna start trying to do it. But there was a <laughs> year, a point. I think last year I said Giannis is going to be the truth next year. Like he's the guy. I think we're predicting MVPs. We're, we're predicting who's going to be the best player in each conference. Right. And I said Giannis. Yeah. And boy, that that dude, I'm he's a freak of nature, man. It makes no the dunk he got today was just ridiculous. I mean, the guy is just he's a freak of nature. Yeah, he's a freak of nature, man. I can't <laughs> he, I can't even speak he's about an, it. He's an incredible talent. But you know, as much as we get on Harden in the playoffs, his game literally does not translate to the playoffs. At least not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But we shall see. Yeah. I think he's that much of a force that it it might be he might over overwhelm the you know um, the Eastern Conference in the playoffs, but we'll see. We should, Boston's kind of looking good too. Too now, Boston's looking better. What? Yeah, but the series I would want to see. I would love to see Kawhi Leonard in a Game Six, Game Seven, trying to hold Giannis. Oh man, Ooh. yeah. <sighs> I I keep hearing it a lot, and I don't know if you guys remember at the beginning of this year I was talking about. Falling behind in this Western Conference, and if you fall mm. behind too much too early, mm. you're in trouble. And I think we got to the point now where we're past the midway point of the season, and I think that these these playoffs may not be decided until like not, I'm not talking about like seven and eight like we've seen in the last couple of years or eight and nine. All the I'm, standards, talking, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking you about can drop from, six through yeah, yeah. six through eight. So five through eight could be decided. You know, the last week in the season, the way this is going. And what people haven't talked about, and I think, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you right now, we'll hear about this in a couple months. The way the NBA did the scheduling and had those head-to-head matchups, some of those teams knock out three and four games against each other already. Early. That is going to yeah. come back to bite and some you, teams in you, the butt. You made a great point, and I was going to say that. When the when the conferences are so close, even games now matter. Absolutely. Because when you get to the point at the end of the year, like Trey was alluding to, if you already played a th- team three times and you lost as far as a yeah. head-to-head. Tiebreaker's gone. Tiebreaker's gone. Yeah. I think we're going to see some real posture in the last it's week, go- if you can, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I don't think you'll be able to, though. That's the problem, though. You may not be able to. <laughs> the the problem is you, we may have some teams in a situation, let's say if you're the Rockets or you're a Laker team, where you win and all of a sudden you're playing the Warriors in yep. the first or second round. You're like, well, I really don't want to win, but I can't afford to lose because if I lose, I'm out. Right. I mean, it's, that's going to be crazy it sucks it really sucks because they i mean the, the matchups are gone i mean I, I think all the like there's several teams i want to say the lakers have played the spurs three or four times already the rockets three times yeah. and the warriors like it's like you don't even have a chance to to catch the teams in front of you based on the head-to-head record that's yeah. already done you just got to win out i mean yeah. you just got to continue to try and win as many games as possible but yeah. it we shall see i think philadelphia's playing pretty good too right philadelphia now, right? turned the they I mean, turned the corner yeah i mean the teams we expected to play well in the eastern conference are 
now all starting Pretty to play well. well. Yeah. You have uh, Toronto, who's always been playing well. Milwaukee Bucks. You have uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. And then we have the Boston Celtics. Can I say something? Go ahead. Go ahead. They're beating the Rockets by 30. Who's that? The oh, yeah. I, I saw. I saw. I mean, that's it's, no surprise. Though. It's 90, 96 to 66. No that's no surprise. 30 points? It's not. The Rockets, the entire, the entire day, the Rockets were trying to pick up a big man. That's why they let go of Melo because they're trying to get a roster spot. But the problem is they couldn't make – even though the trade for Melo is confirmed, it's a holiday. So it didn't go through with the league yet. So the Rockets don't have a big man. Literally, there's no Nene's big man. Nene's not playing either? No, he's going to play. Nene's playing. Oh. He's in minutes restriction. He's going to play 13, 14 minutes. So the Rockets knew. They were like, oh, we're going to lose. They were trying so hard to so get a big what's man. what's the difference between yesterday and today then? Yesterday being well, sat or Saturday and today they didn't have a big man. Then well, they, 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 didn't, they couldn't find a team to make a trade with. So I, but I'm saying, minute, but they didn't have a big man against the Lakers either. The Lakers don't have a talented big man. Oh, they got Joel and B. They got Joel and B. I mean, I'm just, and they I have and saying. they have Simmons. I mean, <laughs> they, they, it's not a surprise. Yeah. They, they have no rebound and no chance. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, and B's got 32 points yeah, and 14 yeah, no, rebounds. No, no. Come on, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I can see it. now. It makes yeah. a lot of sense now. Without Clint Capella and any zero percent, yeah, chance. There, there's really no chance yeah, for Rock had him in that game. And who was the other big man? Oh, Simmons got nine, six, and six. But yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. That's in Philly or that's in Houston? That's in Philly. Oh, yeah, no. Harden got 37. Of course he does. Um, <laughs> of course he does. And Fareed has. It's, all, it's, it's crazy now. Oh, so they did get Fareed. Yeah. Fareed. Oh, you know what? They must have waived um, another player. None of them. Yeah, Fareed has yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah. He's already played 20 minutes. It's crazy now that you almost expect this Martin now. Like, you expect him to have at least 30 points. Like, I know yeah. he's a superstar. But if you shoot that many shots, shouldn't you? This is this is old, this, this, if this, this was Kobe Bryant, if this was Kobe Bryant the world would be out on his butt right now. No. No. no, no oh no. 06 Kobe Bryant was getting all the praise in the world. No, not from the haters. I mean haters are going to hate, right? So I mean, come on. <laughs> We're looking at one right now with James Harden, man. But even when even when um Kobe was on his little tear of getting I think he was getting over 30 points towards people were praising like look, look, look what this guy is doing. Yeah. But it's look, you, you talk about how many shots James Harden is shooting, he has to this, that's the only way this team is going to win. Is, when you look at his shooting percentage, though, he's taking a lot of shots, but a couple of nights ago, he took 24 shots, 11 for 24. He's shooting close to 50%. Right. So it's not like he's just chugging them up and just missing, too. He's taking, no, he's, he's he's taking shots. He's playing basketball. He's, so, pretty, and, he's and, getting and, the credit for how smart what, on the offensive end that he is. And he's what really topped it for me last week, Kobe, I think, had four straight games of 50-plus points, and Harden were winning the game at 48. Three straight possessions where the team fouled Eric Gordon. He could have got 50 points in a game. He purposely set screens, got away from the ball. He's like, I don't need to get the 50 for validation. Old James Harden, stat chasing James Harden, he would have got all of those free throws. But he's grown up. LeBron James is going to miss at least 20% of the NBA season. This is all I want to say about the Lakers, and I'll shut up. He's going to miss at least 20% of the NBA season. And until tip-off before the Warriors, because they're going to get smoked tonight, the Lakers are going to be two games out of the fourth spot. The difference between the fourth spot and the ninth spot is two games. And LeBron James missed 20% of the season, and you give him an F okay, wait, 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 or a C minus? Wait, wait, Come on, bro. Wait, let's not the Not 20% of the whole season. I'm talking about from the games they played right now. You're saying, you're saying the entire 82 games? Entire 82 games. So okay, if I told you before the season. They played LeBron, 82 years. Listen, because he may, he may miss more, but he's guaranteed to at least miss 20% of the NBA okay. season. So if before the season started, I said, hey, LeBron James is going to the Lakers, but he's going to miss – a fifth of the season. Do you think that they're a playoff team based on what you saw last year? 
I would say yes. No, if way. you got LeBron. No, I was, way. I was, I was. If you no got way. LeBron, oh, no. if you, but, but, but before you make your point, ten games, if you have percent of the if, wins, bro. If ten you games, have LeBron James on your team for at least forty wow. percent of the year, you better make the playoffs. Wow. Or it's the season is a failure. Wow. Okay, the season. That's it, okay, okay. Then it's an F. Okay, let, let's say, let's say, if the Lakers do not make the playoffs this year, the season is a failure. Trey, right? It depends on how long LeBron's out. Because if LeBron does, you're talking about a team that was t- what? Okay, so they yeah, won 33 I, games, I, I 37 agree with you. I games. Agree with you. Let, let's let's just say LeBron got hurt; he's out for the season. But what I'm saying is, even if he's out for the rest of the season, this grant me this. All I'm saying is this: coming to the year, if I said next season, I don't tell you what the exceptions are. You guys don't make the playoffs. It's an F. If you get Le- LeBron, how old is LeBron? 36. He ain't getting no younger. So if you don't, is the season is still an F? It's an F. No, that's crazy. Yeah, that that's the. Are that's, you serious? That's the test. Well, I, do, do, that's way I, the way I'm looking at it is this: I don't think he's 36 though. He's, he's up there, but he's, <laughs> I, think he's I think he's 35, 34, 35, something okay. like that. Okay, but anyway, so let's say they don't make the playoffs this year. I I do agree with Chris that it's a failure, but it's because it's a disappointment. It's not a failure because he was hurt. If he was injured, if he wasn't injured, we wouldn't have this. We wouldn't be having this conversation. If he wasn't injured, they'd be a top th- two or three seed. So mm-hmm. let, let's say they finish. Let's say they finish the season. LeBron just turned 13th. 34, by the way. Okay, yeah, 34. 34. I didn't even know. Okay, my bad. My bad. So let's, say, let's say they finished 12th or 13th in the league. That's not a failure of a season? If, if LeBron James played 80% of the games, yes, that's a disappointment. No, 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 no. I mean, any if he played none. If, if he plays no more, it's if, not if, a disappointment because that's the same team. It's the same team we were last year. Y'all got, got, got Rondo. Yeah, Rondo hasn't played either. Rondo's missed more. Rondo's going to miss 30% hey, of the man, season. What, Laker fans, whatever y'all got to do to go to sleep at night, that's fine. If y'all don't make the playoffs this Rachel season, Rondo's it's a not failure. Play, Rachel if y'all Rondo's don't make the playoffs this season, games? it is a failure. Period. I think I think if they're like finished ninth or something like that, I don't necessarily – I think it's more of a disappointment. But if they finish less than that, even – Without LeBron James for most of the season or whatever it's going to be, I think it'll be a failure too. That's just my opinion. Rajon Rondo hasn't played like he. I mean, I, I know. And, and McGee's been missing too, so you make a good point. McGee's been out. <laughs> he hasn't missed. He hasn't missed that many. He hasn't missed that many. Oh man, this is crazy, yo. This is crazy. Once they get LeBron James back, though, we'll see that he'll eventually come back because he's he's just that good. The Lakers are going to be a team that will be reckoned with. I really believe that. I I think that this is actually a mm, – if LeBron James was healthy throughout the whole season and play with him and build chemistry, that would be the best thing possible for this team. But, yeah, the, the Lonzo Ball thing, though, that hurts. That really hurts. That hurts a lot. That, that hurts, hurts a lot. lot more than what anybody wants to – Yeah, that, that really does he, hurt. He has – Because he was developing. He was he was actually showing some flashes. I, I thought he was going somewhere. but He has a Steph Curry problem. <laughs> he needs to go to Steph Curry's camp. I don't know what Curry did to get rid of those ankle injuries. There's but, there's, a, there's something on YouTube about that too, about Steph Curry using um, performance enhancers. Yeah, I'm telling y'all. I'm, I, I watched the video. Rajon Rondo's played in 14 games this year. So he's going to miss more than thirty percent of the season. He's going to miss almost half the NBA season. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that. So I don't. I don't think that just just because his aura is out there, I don't think that's going to. That's not guaranteeing them any wins. They played forty seven games. He's he's played in fourteen. So he's already missed thirty three games. Come on, man. Like that's that's not a fair assessment of his talent of what they've done. And LeBron's already missed thirteen out of forty seven. He's going to miss more than that. Like that's just that's hard. That's really really hard. If what what where would the Rockets be right now if, if the roles were reversed? If James Harden missed 13 games and Chris Paul was playing, and the Lakers don't have a player as good as Chris Paul, but we still, but it's not just it's not just one injury for both teams. The Rockets are still missing. Clint Capella's been gone five games. So now. who's hurt? Who's hurt more in this situation, Rondo and James or Paul and Capella? 
what team is missing out on more based on their current roster? There's no doubt. It's definitely the Lakers because LeBron's the best player on the planet. But let's be real. Take LeBron out. Take Harden out. The Lakers roster is eons better than the Rockets roster. I mean, right? With Chris Paul and Capella? (sighs) I think they still are as far as talent's concerned. I don't know about that. No, no. I can't agree with that. (laughs) Let me me say this, though. Let me say this. The way Chris Paul's played this season before that brother got hurt. We are agreeing a lot. Before. It's 2019. Turn it over there. (laughs) (laughs) That is scary. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Y'all, y'all done? Yeah, because y'all, y'all are going back and forth a lot today. <laughs> yeah, he took your spot. <laughs> <laughs> he took I'm your just, spot. I'm just sitting back watching. Did y'all watch the fight? Pacquiao and Bron? No? No, bro. No one don't watch that? No. No, you talk about that? I was no. going to. I'm, I'm boycotting boxing for a while, man. It's just it's just not worth it to me. Yeah. It's not. It's, boxing is not what it used to be at all. It used to be like a big drug. Wilder. That brother got some punching power. If you haven't been watching Wilder's fights, you've been missing mm-hmm. out. I haven't, I haven't watched Man. it. Man. Well, I, th- I, think, I think the beginning of the end was when Pacquiao and Mayweather fought. Okay. So if there's a fight you need to see, I don't know if y'all have seen it, Wilder versus Fury. Watch that fight. I think I saw some of that. I didn't see all of it, but I saw some I'm of it. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And particularly watch the 12th round. I've never seen somebody knocked out so hard mm-hmm. and get back up. Get back up. I think I saw that knockout, and he did get back up. Incredible. Yeah. All right. Guys, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please do not hesitate to subscribe. You can do it on our website. That's newchannelsports.com. Or you can go to Podbean and follow us. That's newchannelsports.podbean.com. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. Thank you for listening and Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.